What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 43 of the No Mercy podcast. On this pod, I am joined by Mad Lab and the Bod, and we are going to talk a lot about UFC 232 and this whole John Jones scenario. We're going to go into a lot of the discrepancies and hearsay and noise and drama that circulated this fucking steroid shit that was going on with him. We also dovetail into a ton of weird shit. Me and Mad Lab just went on a rant about our Instagrams and ripped each other apart on whose Instagram is better or worse. We did Netflix movie reviews. Uh, we did some things Mad Lab can accomplish. We talked about all the Twitter questions, talked about Mad Lab taking pictures of food at dinner. You name it, we covered it in a weird sense. But a lot of UFC talk in the first 20, 30 minutes. So those of you that wanted to get Mad Lab's take on what's going on with this big John Jones fiasco, that's right at the beginning of the pod. And the fun shit is the final hour. So without further ado... Hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 43 of the No Mercy podcast. And today I am joined by the usual goon squad, Michael Iorato, also known as Mad Lab. What up, Lab? The champ is here. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I know what that's in reference to. So this fucking gorilla has actually taken down our home league season-long football championship. After much hatred from me all fucking year, he actually ended up having the best team. And it makes me miserable, but I'm glad to see you get that fucking couple G's over there, Labs. Was I that hate- clear? Was that clear? Yeah, so it was, it it was good enough. It was good enough. You shouldn't do it again. No, I think, I think we're good. And, uh, and Abad actually didn't interrupt my intro this time. That was very nice of you. You must be in the holiday spirit. The fuck's up, son. No, I don't. I don't take over intros anymore. No. That was a 2018 thing. Oh yeah, so you're. you're but I do want to address a few things before we get going here. Okay. The bod 14 on Twitter is not me, despite what people think. And how is there do, a bod 14 on Twitter, by the way, Kurt? Well, anyone can make a Twitter. Yeah, but account. how did that come out before your like, handle? Because I'm still thinking. No, and because I told you what, fucking two months ago on this podcast. To create a goddamn uh-huh. Twitter handle so that you uh-huh. can interact with your three fans that you have. Right. And now someone right. else went and created it without you and is masquerading as uh-huh. you. And now you uh-huh. have put but, the whole podcast in jeopardy because of uh-huh. liability issues yeah. of what this person could possibly tweet. Can I, can I, I do trust the bod 14. He seems like a stand-up guy. I mean, you could tell it's not me by the first line of the bio. I would never say I'm Tommy's brother. Well, that's so how you that's were known pretty- all through high school. Not get out of here. No one even knew I, his I name, I originally Lab. fell victim to it. Get out of here. What'd you say, Lab? I originally fell victim to it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, when I saw the tweet, I like retweeted it. I was like, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> and, then I, and then I text messaged you, and I was like, is that you? And you're like, is who me? I was like, oh, fuck. Dude, but this goes to my theory, Kurt, that Mad Lab believes the first thing he hears. <laughs> the first but thing he hears. But he went after Rob. Who, the bod? The bod fourteen went after Rob, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Rob, just so you know, that's not me." <laughs> well, that, don't fire see, me. That's that's a smart move by a parody account. Smart move. First yeah. thing you should do is attack Rob, and people will believe it. <laughs> Dude, all you need to do is create an account, tag Mad Lab, because uh-huh. he'll believe the first thing he sees and consider it fact. Well, Mad now Lab he won't retweets it. it 
to verify it, basically, to confirm that it's real, then attack Rob, and lazy fucking Kurt isn't going to do shit about it. <laughs> he ain't going to do Yo, nothing. Yo, you should see Rob. Rob's trying to have a full-blown conversation with the account. He's like, he's like, <laughs> he, 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 he like, he's like, Kurt? With all question marks. Because <laughs> he didn't think I'd ever talk to him like that, so it probably caught him off guard. That's why I like the parody account, because the parody account could say anything I want. But it's so pro- I could get in touch with him and tell him to say it. It probably is your burner account, and you're pretending it's mm-hmm. not you. He does know so, that's right. So, so, so well. Kurt, you uh, you have a big qualifier this week, big for big. Uh, for the MMA final, the Angry Penguin or whatever the fuck you're Angry you're, Peng, Angry Peng over there on DK and uh, yes. Lab. We got a big week of uh, of MMA this week. I think I think we start with it. We'll get to the fuckery and the fun stuff after that. But I'm sure there'll be some people just tuning in to hear Mad Lab's take on John Jones and doesn't give a shit about our Instagram rants and fucking Netflix movies and things Mad Lab can accomplish. So I think we come right out the gate with the probably most important topic of the week amongst all sports, uh, which is odd during football season. But John Jones uh, and his situation with Gustafson here and what's going on. So, Lab, I'll let you basically just kind of lay the groundwork on what's been going on here. But just to give people a cliff note. Uh, John Jones supposedly got popped again, but didn't. It was a min- minuscule amount, and they're going to let him fight, but they had to move it out of Vegas, and they moved it to L.A. So there's a lot of shit going on here, Lab. So explain to us what's going on with John Jones. So basically the whole thing is, I mean, the thing is, it's all fucked up, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm confused. Everybody's confused, but I'm confused for a different uh, reason. I'm kind of confused for the mere fact that why is it always John Jones? Um, why does this guy always get a pass? And how is something this um, important uh, not just black and white? And it's just proven that there's a gray area. Um, you know, what happened basically in a nutshell was this guy, obviously, everybody knows he's got a litany of personal issues um, outside of the things outside of the cage with his drug abuse and stuff and such like that. Uh, he initially tested positive for his first, very first drug test. He tested positive for uh, Clomid, which is clomiphene. Uh, after that, his second test, he tested positive for Tyrannoball. Street name is T-Ball. Um, then what happened was back when it was 18 months, that was 18 months ago, they found a trace amount in his system. Uh, now what they're saying is he'd taken, obviously, a few more tests after that. Some of them came out negative. The most recent one has come out positive, and they're saying it was due to pulsing. It was due that it, it was a very, very small amount. They're talking about the picograms, which is smaller than nanograms. Um, that it was not a reingestion. This was basically um, a leftover amount from the original trace amount 18 months ago. Uh, so that's basically what they're saying. Um, and they're, uh, what happened was the reason why it's not in Vegas now is because because of the holidays, Vegas, the commission, didn't have time to research it and investigate it. Uh, so they basically got pulled in by the you know LA at the forum they had an opening they accepted it and now they moved it over there and i think it's really i mean it's, i think it's a very very big black eye for the sport and i think it opens up a lot of pandora's boxes for uh, for bad issues to come well what about what about your take on it do you think they're telling the truth or do you think they're full of shit i think they're full of shit i got to be honest with you i think Why? they're full of shit what's that why 
Because if you, I mean, without getting it too scientific and, and going through too much biology with it, if you're to, if you just look at some of the facts about the uh, what they're saying about eighteen months ago, eighteen months ago there was a trace amount. So w- what does a trace amount mean? A trace amount is basically telling you that that is a leftover. That is the the compound and the metabolite itself trying to work its way out of the system already. So basically, when he took that test eighteen months ago. He was testing for an amount that was already working its way out of his body, which means he from consumed a time that. before that. Before that, which means right. he consumed that months and months and months before that. So now, who knows? We could be working from December 9th test, the most recent one. We could be working in a, in a two year window. We don't even know. They're just saying that the, the test was 18 months ago. So now, basically, what they found is another trace amount. But that trace amount is in the picograms, which means that they're telling you that you're taking a grain of salt, you're putting it on the table, and you're cutting it up 48 million times or whatever, how many million times they tell you. It's, almost, it's not even visible to the human eye. So basically what they're saying is, well, how can that help him? That doesn't help him. And it's, it's an inactive ingredient at that point. It's an inactive, long-lasting metabolite at that point. So it is, it's true. It is not active in his body. However, it is in his body. It is in his body. So the thing that bothered me about this whole thing was that they first come out and they say that they're 100% positive. They're 100% positive that this was not a re-ingestion. Okay? Now, then, uh, there was certain podcasts and certain outlets that I heard that when Nowitzki went on, he's never once said 100%. He said, maybe. We're under the impression um, we think so. There was never no stern concrete evidence. So basically what these people are doing is they're going off one study. There was only one study done on T-ball years ago. So now if they want to lean on technology and they want to leave on science, they can't at that point. They are leaning strictly on the premise of what we believe. Okay, so the whole thing about the reingestion as well, if you really want to stem back to the very first drug test, and then I'm gonna, I'll get into what T-ball is. Um, first, let me explain to you guys what T-ball is. T-ball pretty much is, back in, back in the day, uh, the Eastern, in, in East Germany, the sprinters would take it. Um, and, and there were thousands of sprinters that got caught with this, and that's what really, really put it on the map. Well, how does that transfer over to MMA? Well, the thing with, with uh, MMA is everybody knows that in this wheelhouse, in this platform, a very big dynamic and a b- very big proponent of MMA is weight cutting. We've seen it all the time. People jumping on scales, looking like shit, not making weight, jumping into the cage, affecting because they haven't rehydrated or replenished themselves enough. Weight cutting is a science. People who are involved in weight cutting for fighters, they, I, I give them a lot of credit because there's a lot of weight to bear, um, you know, literally. And uh, what happens at this point is when your body goes into such a low phase of weight cut, when your body fat is so low and you're so depleted with water, your body needs a source of energy. So what what does it do? It goes right after your muscle tissue. It starts breaking down your muscle tissue for energy. So what Tyranobol does is Tyranobol spares that. Uh, Tyranobol helps aid the sparing of muscle tissue. So now you can go deeper into that foxhole. You can cut more weight. You could spare more muscle. Um, and, and, it, and it holds zero water. Now, so is, the, it, is it fair to say this is something that actually would be better used for training than even in the fight because uh, of the yes, recovery? But, well, yeah, you're, you're not using it in the fight. You're using right, that's what I'm saying. The, this isn't going to be as much of a, a performance enhancement in the ring the day of the fight. This is something that you're going to be taking through your training process to keep recovering quicker, correct? Exactly, right. exactly. Right. So basically, in, in, to make it easier to understood is – Bodybuilders use this in a very big manner, and this is going to be easily understood now because what is the main thing with bodybuilding? You want to step on stage as dry as you can, 
as depleted as you can, but you got to keep your muscularity because that's what it's about, stepping on stage and posing. So what Tarana Ball does is they use it in a pre-contest format, which is when they really get into that point of drying out before they step on stage, they know that they can take T-ball and they can dry out as much as they can but still hold. Uh, they can still take this supplement to help them aid in muscle atrophy. Okay, so when they step on stage, their muscle bellies are fuller at that point. So it is very, it's not going to help you the day of the fight, but it is going to help you the day of the fight because what it does, it gives you that edge to, to keep the muscle um, from breaking down while you're in that cutting phase. So now he swore up and down that he has never taken anything to help him. Uh, he's a lying piece of shit. Well, he's a lying piece of shit, but here's the actual proof why, and people are failing to uh, remember this. His first test when he tested for Clomid, Okay, Clomid is a drug that you take after, it's, po- it's for PCT, it's for post-cycle therapy, especially at his age. So basically, when you take a steroid, when you take anything that hinders your testosterone level, your natural testosterone production, okay, your body obviously is a machine, it produces testosterone. When you're getting it from an outside source, your body tells itself, all right, look, guys, this guy is getting it from somewhere else. We don't need to produce it as much anymore. So your body stops producing the testosterone at that point. So now eventually what's going to happen is you're going to say, okay, I'm not taking it no more. I did my six weeks. I did my eight weeks, whatever your cycle is at that point. your body's not producing it. Now your body says, hold on a minute, guys. This guy's not taking it anymore. So now we got to start producing it again. But sometimes the body has trouble kickstarting again. So it's kind of like when I basically spend a whole entire night drinking Grey Goose and my body is running on Grey Goose, and then I wake up in the morning and there is no Grey Goose, and my body goes, oh, fuck, what are we going to do now? Right. So basically what this, what Clomid does is Clomid acts as a spark plug. It kickstarts your natural production back in gear. So that's what he did in the first test. So it's he, the steroid version of hair of the dog. Well, it's not steroids. Like, Clomid's not steroids. Well, or it's the... Uh, it's the whatever the fuck you want to call it, version of hair on the dog, right? How they say have a drink the next morning to kind of rebalance your body because right. it's been running exactly. on alcohol all night. So exactly. It's, yeah. It's the metabolic okay. version of hair of the dog. So now I don't know if you want, to, if you want me to bring up the, uh, the outlet in which I heard about the mixed with cocaine. I will or I won't. It's up to you. I don't give a fuck. Okay. It's no mercy, so son. This is not an indictment on anybody. Okay. So I want everyone to understand that this is not an indictment on anybody. You got to remember, everybody's confused here and everybody's just going on what they say. And I half think the that people Joe, are confused and half the people are lying, it seems. Right. right. And Joe Rogan did probably the best job out there pulling as much information as he can. Um, but there was a couple things in that interview that bothered me. And, and I originally wrote a article halfway through when I was told Tommy I was originally going to rip it up and I was going to throw it away because I figured somebody would nail, nail, uh, hit the nail on the head and get it and I'd be, I could be repetitive at this point. But after I heard the podcast, he asked some tremendous questions. But the thing that I noticed in that podcast that every time the Whiskey would answer, he never said anything about being 100% definitive. He said maybe. He said we're under the impression. Uh, he didn't know what adipose tissue was. He had to look it up. Now, you guys got to understand that even though Nowitzki is, 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 is a big proponent of this, of this program that they have, he's a finance major. Okay? He's a finance major. He learned all this on the job. Okay? He, he, you know, he was involved in all some of the biggest drug busts uh, for, you know, back in the Tour de France and stuff like that. But, however, he was jumping into dumpsters to try to educate himself on these compounds and these metabolites. So this is a guy who he's not a doctor and he's not a scientist. When he and on won- Embedded, on Embedded, Kurt, you watched the Embedded, right? Yes, great show. On Embedded, he said in the room, remember they had the scene with Dana and him in the room? He yes. said in there, the experts told him. 
Yeah, the so he wasn't even him. he wasn't even. Well, claiming, they kept repeating that. Right, he wasn't Novitsky or whatever fuck his name is himself was claiming that other people were telling him, and then Dana keeps saying in the press conference, "Talk to Novitsky, he's the expert." So their own expert that they're referring all the media to to dodge the questions actually said in embedded that he's not the expert and he had to speak to other experts. So it's, it's just fucking weird. Right. And, and, and like I said, this isn't an indictment on him either because he's the middleman. He does not work for USADA. A lot of people think he works for USADA. He's never worked for USADA. This is a guy who works for the UFC. Uh, he, uh, and he is the middleman. He's the connecting piece. He's the connecting tool to USADA and the UFC. So this isn't an indictment on him either. But when I saw him, heard him flipping pages, looking to see what adipose tissue was, that was a red flag to me. You know, that was a big red flag to me. Like, these are things that you should know. This is, you know, an anatomy physiology 101. You know, so um, the thing that also bothered me a little bit was that they are blaming it up on a pulsing effect. And basically what I want you to guys to picture is exactly what it says, pul- a pulse, like ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. So they're basically saying that the reason why his tests beforehand came up negative was because his body wasn't pulsing at that point. His body wasn't spitting out that little bit of a fragment. But now, just by coincidence, right before the fight, his body had a little bit of a pulsing effect, and it pulsed out this long-term metabolite, okay? Um, Another thing that drew me off a little bit on this was that um, they kind of threw John Jones under the bus, right? Me and Tommy talked about this. They kind of threw him under the bus. They said that uh, he was, um, his his suspension was was granted thinner because he... um, he substantially uh, he substantially uh, helped out in some kind of um, beneficial way to USADA, and basically he kind of in, indirectly admitted that he helped them. He helped them find out a source, um, kind of being an internal rat. Okay, and when Joe Rogan mentioned that, he said, "Well, it could be that, but it also could be that he helped them." Uh, to educate them on the compound, which means if he educated them on the compound or he was going to be an internal rat, he obviously knows something about the drugs, that there's something going on. Uh, They also mentioned that it could have been something that was cut in his cocaine. Now, let me explain something. Yeah, right. Okay. You're not going to, he said it was very hard to get. Uh, First of all, he said it was very hard to get, which it's not very hard to get. T-ball is extremely easy to get. Okay, and he mentioned it being in the call. Why would a, somebody selling cocaine take an anabolic steroid that was apparently hard to get? It's a lot more pricier than creatine. It's a lot more pricier than and cut cocaine with teranobol. Just none of this. None of this adds up. None of this. Well, I mean, adds now up. now I think it's time to bring in the resident cocaine expert. And what I will tell you is that it is definitely ridiculous. <laughs> like, who the fuck cuts cocaine? With some sort of expensive product. The reason you're cutting cocaine is to fucking use something very cheap so that you bring the price down and you can sell more weight. You're not going to cut it with something that's also expensive. And this shit isn't cheap, right, Lab? No, it's not. I mean, it's, it's, it's not um, going to kill your pocket. You know what I mean? But it's not anything, anything on the street you're going to pay more money for, okay? Uh, but it's not going to kill your pocket. But, of course, it's more expensive than going out and buying a jug of baking soda or creatine. Why would you do it? The only reason why you would even cut anything with Tyrannoball is if you just had it handy. You're, I, you know what? I got, I got 100 Tyrannoball in my drawer. Let me cut this up. And, and, and is that just because it's John Jones? Is that a coincidence that, oh, well, he's a professional fighter that gets drug tested. So, you know what? Fuck it. I got it in my drawer. Let's cut it with this. It's, it's just ludicrous. It's ludicrous that 
you know, these are the excuses that we're getting. And I was a little bit uh, disheartened um, when I heard everything ending with maybe, um, you know, uh, we're under the impression. I really couldn't tell you that. Um, I really don't know. You, you got to, for something like this, you cannot be ill-prepared. You have to be totally, totally prepared. And if you have a solid leg to stand on, you should be able to answer every question, like I am, with rapid fire, with complete yeah, no, rapid it's, fire. It's, it's a blatant cover-up. It's it, the, the worst part about it. Kurt, did you watch the press conference or no? No. Yeah. The, uh, the press well, My question is, uh, go, yeah. go. What is so? What's the advantage? If there's no advantage to this, then why did he do it? All right. So here's the advantage. There, right now, as we speak today, he goes into that cage. He has zero advantage. Okay, it's not helping him in any way. But the fact of the matter is, is with something like this, there cannot be a gray area. The fact of the matter is, you found an illegal substance in your system. That should be the end of it. It should be black or white. So. Basically, what this does is this opens up a Pandora's box for other fighters to lean on. It also opens up a bigger Pandora's box for microdosing. Okay, so this is something that it's got to be black or white. You cannot you cannot throw the hammer down on somebody like Frank Mir or somebody like uh, Nick Diaz for for smoking weed for two years, and then you find a, a picogram or two picograms or tw- whatever. whatever well, where's the, where's the line? Right? Is it a hundred picograms? Is it fifty pico? Is it a thousand? You right, know, like so it's either I, there or it's not. That's I agree be. that these tests are are becoming too good, um, too strong for their own good. I do. I, I that's the one thing I believe that Nowitzki said that the pendulum is swinging a little bit into the wrong direction, a little bit too much. However, the fact of the matter is, if you never ingested it, it would never be there. So you ingested it, you took that consequence onto yourself. So you know what? You deal with the repercussions until it clears your system. Right, and it should get to a point, hopefully, where it's kind of like a DWI, right? You could have a little bit of alcohol in your system, but there's a certain legal limit, you know, of when it starts to, according to the government, starts to enhance your or uh, decrease your driving ability, right? So there should be legalities put in where it's like, if it is something like this, that's this small, then for any fighter across the board, they wouldn't get punished for it, right? Or they would have, especially if they already were punished prior from 18 months ago. The problem is if this wasn't John Jones and if this was any other fighter on the card, they just get wiped off the card and this fight is still in Vegas. Right? So is microdosing now legal in the UFC? No, no, no. no, no. no. See, basically this microdosing is, what microdosing is a way is. to trick the trick. The, this is what A-Rod used to do, right, Lab? Yeah, but microdosing in, in the usual manner, microdosing is usually only used with with compounds that your body produces. So basically what it is is like say you have a testosterone level of, you know, 600. Okay, if you're microdosing and you elevate with small dosages your testosterone level to maybe 700 or 800, they can come back and say, "All right, listen, he's at 600 this time, he's at 800 this time." You know, it's it, you know, it is what it is. It's still something that your body produces. The where it gets tricky with something like Tyranobol or something that your body doesn't produce, if you start microdosing with that, then now all your levels are all over the place. They're wondering why your red blood count's high, why this is high. So it's something that your body doesn't produce. So it kind of throws it out of whack a little bit. So microdosing with products, with compounds that your body doesn't produce is a lot harder. You usually microdose with things like HGH. HGH you usually microdose say, yeah. with things like uh, human testosterone and such like that. But anything that your body doesn't produce, it's hard to microdose. However, it still opens that door because it's in his system right now. 
It's in his system right now, and they're letting him fight. So basically, I... Well, that's what I mean. So if anyone microdoses, they could say, well, you let John Jones fight in a main event in UFC 232, so why can't I do it? Well, that's where the gray area is. And that's where the gray area is. And that's where the problems are going to come up. Yep, exactly. Because it wouldn't have been. My biggest problem with this whole thing, and then we'll pivot off John Jones and the UFC, um, is... Dude, did you see him attack that female reporter? Yep. Dude, that was one of the worst things that I've seen. Like... It's just what a piece of shit he is. Like, he's such a piece of shit. That reporter asked the best questions that I saw on the whole media day. You know, me and you were talking about it, Lav. Hawani had one good question that Dana White basically, like, shit on him because he fucking hates him. But the reporter, basically the female reporter, and, you know, she happened to be a female reporter, which makes it look even worse. She asked, but you shouldn't do this to any reporter. She asked a question, basically, like, basically the question was, John Jones, why is it always you? You know, like, why is this the third time that we're dealing with this with you? And why are you still on this card? And he started attacking her going, you suck. Sit down. Shut up. You suck. To the point, like, I'm not answering. To the point where Dana had to actually step in and go, yo, calm down. Because he didn't realize it. I mean, just, then she asked another question. And he's like, oh, this girl's so stupid. Like, literally, and I'm the last person to claim, oh, bullying. But, like, she, he was bullying the shit out of this girl. So, as someone who's trying to fix and help his brand... When you're supposed to be like hypersensitive, like you saw him doing all the acting that you knew he was going to do, all the Cam Newton acting. He was doing all the acting with, I don't even, what's it, a pictogram, a pictogram, like playing dumb, like, I don't even know what this is. I don't know anything about drugs. I just learned all this. I didn't even do good in school, you know, like all that kind of shit that makes you think, all right, he's acting. He's trying to rebuild his brand here. To be that much of an asshole at that moment. When you're that cognizant about every eye being on you and trying to be your brand shows the exact type of asshole that he really is deep down. Because even when he was trying his hardest not to be a piece of shit, he still came off looking like a gigantic piece of shit. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I, I uh, you should really watch and if you really want to pivot, not pivot off, but if you want to segue into how you're ex- absolutely right about that, just watch his interview afterwards with Ariel Hawani. When he was talking to Ariel Hawani, it seemed like he knew a lot more than right. he led on to about well, and, he, and he jumped in when, when someone asked the question about it. They were like, asked about, you know, all this scientific shit. And John's like, well, I could tell you about it. And Dana had to stop him again. Yeah. Like, no, John, you don't know anything about this. He was you know, explaining you're... the long term, the mid term, the, the short term. He knew everything. Yeah. You know, and the last thing I do want to say about the one he thing. He knew when he needed, hear. he knew when it was convenient for him, and he didn't know when it was convenient for him. But didn't you just say he got a reduced sentence because he knows about it? And well, he, he got a reduced sentence. I forget what they called it, but they said subst- uh, substantial. Um, substantial assistance. That was the call. He got for us. It was called substantial assistance. Yeah, but if he knows nothing about it, what exactly. Is well, no, that's that, the whole point. He's that's a complete the whole liar. Point. That's what right. we're trying to say. There's he was only- saying words wrong intentionally, and then other moments when they tried to accuse him of shit, he was like, "Well, actually, that's not how it works because this couldn't have been there." Blah 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 blah. And he would rattle off these scientific fucking, you know, these scientific terms. So he, he's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. And the last thing, the know, last I thing like I want to say about this, and then you know, you pivot off anywhere you want, is that. Uh, one thing that really drew a red flag and really kind of aggravated me, because I talked to a couple of my friends since grammar school, some that are doctors, some professional bodybuilders. And guys, I'm not talking out of my ass here. I have a background in exercise science. I've, I've been involved in many, many weight cuts. Um, I've been in charge of many weight cuts. I've, been, I've trained professional bodybuilders. I've trained athletes. I, I know about this. So I'm, I'm not just talking out of my ass here. However, when I heard from, I'm not going to say the name, but a very, very good source say that 
Um, there's, there, there's different tyrannoballs out there, and there's different compounds of tyrannoballs out there. The fact of the matter is tyrannoball is tyrannoball. T-ball is T-ball. Okay? Just like testosterone is testosterone. You have testosterone sipinate. You have testosterone antinate. You have testosterone propanate. They're all different branches of testosterone. However, testosterone is fucking testosterone. Anabolic steroids are anabolic steroids. It doesn't matter what kind of trace it is. It doesn't matter what kind of compound it is, what kind of metabolite it is, long, acting, long ester, short ester. It does not matter. The compound is the compound. It was illegal. It was in your body. It doesn't matter if it's active or it's not. It was ingested at some point in time and it's still there. Therefore, you should not be able to fight. I agree. Kurt, you were going to say something? Even if there's no advantage to it, like if I swallow a no, because the whole fish scales, the whole point is that help me. There is an advantage to t-ball. There is an advantage to that because you get you rebuild your muscle and all the shit Mad Lab was talking about. At this point, it's so far out of his system that the advantage will not be in the ring right now. But it's almost like Lab, and tell me if I'm wrong here. I would look at it as let's say I'm a professional football player and our season ends this weekend. And I start doing a bunch of juice and HGH and T-ball and all this stuff to kind of rebuild my muscle for my off-season training program. And then I'm off it by day one of the season. So technically, day one, my levels are normal like every other athlete. But the levels I was able to achieve three, four months ago to get better workouts in, to bench more, to lift more, to run faster, I'm actually still seeing the rewards from that stuff from three months ago, even though my levels are identical to the player next to me on the field that Sunday. Correct? Yeah, of course. There's a pyramid time. You know, there's a, right. there's a pyramid time that you go up and a pyramid time that you come down. Believe it or not, you know, a lot of people that come off cycles, I tell a lot of people when I used to put them at the shows and such like that, you always look your best about three weeks after you come completely off because your body completely dries out, you drain out of that water, you end your spillover period, you know, and stuff like that. So, like, you actually you start looking better like a couple weeks after you completely come off. But the thing with Tyrannoball is it's not something that you're – going to benefit inside the cage per se it's not going to make you like faster or stronger inside the cage that night what it does it helps you maintain everything during the phase of training so if he could have been taken you know you know a couple 10 weeks before a very small microdose of it now 10 weeks later it's working its way out of its system Tyrannoball is for the cutting phase for the final phase of your training so that when you do go in, you're as optimal as you you're possibly not can be. you your muscles and your body apart, right? Right, yep. Right, gotcha. All right, so uh, pick on the fight real quick. We're not going to talk about the Nunez fight and all the other fights because those are behind the paywall at guruelite.com. Don't you have a day pass, Kurt? What's going on? What do we have for MMA right now? 997 UFC 232 event pass. Yes. Get all Mad Labs picks, DFS. Get the podcast, you get everything. Yeah, and the gambling picks are in there, too. It's in the DFS package. So the gambling picks are in the gambling package, and Mad Lab's gambling picks are in the DFS package. So if you wanted to try it out uh, for a weekend for the greatest MMA mind in DFS and gambling, and it's not fucking close, um, get over there, $9.97. You can get a one-day promo pass. code SANTA20. Oh, there you go, KG. There you go. There you go. Save some, uh, save some gold coins. Save, save a couple balloons. On that yeah. one. But uh, so, yeah, so get over there and check that out. I don't know what I was saying right before that. What was I saying, Kurt? I was kicking something to you. Uh, I don't know. All right, let's pivot off UFC. So, all right. So, speaking of Mad Lab, me and Mad Lab have been in a huge debate, Kurt, over how much better my Instagram is than his. <laughs> Would you like to chime in on. Am I the judge in this? You're going to have to be the moderator on this one because me and Mad Lab have been fighting about it, and it's obvious that I'm far superior grammar 
Uh, Let me pull up my Instagram here. Yeah. If I had to go, if you were both strangers to me and I had to look at both your Instagrams. Well, there's layers say, to this. There's no, layers no, 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 no. You don't know us. You were strangers. Right, right. What You're kind of strangers. people are we? Well, I know Tom's a complete No, you don't know him. Just by the, <laughs> no, just by the posting. He took a picture of himself shitting. <laughs> like, who's going to do that? <laughs> so just off that, you know Tom's a complete disaster. And then you're a classy guy. You got the martinis. Yeah, you got the guitars set up. You got the food. I love the clams picture. Can't emphasize that enough. <laughs> so, I mean, Mad Lab is more of my type of dude that I would hang out with opposed to Tom because Tom would drive me nuts. Do you think so it's go okay with... that a guy has posted two pictures of martini glasses in his last 16 pictures? At War Lab, by the way. At the War Lab. At the yeah, War go, Lab. No, go to <laughs> at the War Lab. Go get that little plug in there. Go get at the War Lab. <laughs> so and if you want to see my martini yourself. picture at the War Lab. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then pop over to at Tommy G D F S David Frank yeah, if you Sam. you want to see a dude shitting with a smiley face over his hog. Tommy G. Tommy G. DFS, Dick Fuck Sex, DFS. I'll let Tom uh, talk, then I'll plead my case. No, no, I'm just going to say, you're, you're, uh, you're, your Instagram's pretty gay now. No, for me, it would be Mad Lab, but maybe for the average I'd like listener, the listener, maybe. while you're listening to this, to go to Mad Lab's Instagram and unfollow him if you already follow him. But go to his Instagram, and I want you to just scroll down to Alpha Lab, the lab that I met, the lab that I knew, the lab that I grew up with, and... And I've, I've grown to love like a brother and family. If you scroll down just like 22 pictures, you'll, you'll see pictures of men fighting. Got the nice picture with Mom Dukes. Got some pictures with the cousins and nieces and nephew. Love that all. Totally cool. Arm wrestling your fucking little nephew. Great. Lots, got some food in there. Eh, manly food, though. Pizzas. Fucking prep meal preps. Then you kind of get recent, and Mad Labs turn in the little fucking fruity. Where do you think it goes off the rails? I think it went off the rails on the picture that I took, which is the picture of him on the bench with the the flower in his mouth. If you look at that as basically AD and BC, that is the line of demarcation of Mad Labs Twitter, where he went from alpha male to beta male on Instagram. Well, basically, all Mm -hmm. I'm going to say is this, guys. Listen, in my my Barry White voice. I'm, I'm a, I listen, I'm a talented guy. I play the guitar. I'm an artist. I'm a foodie. Um, I don't go on Instagram to basically be something I'm not. This is who I am. Yeah. Like, everything you see on Instagram is exactly kind of who a, I am. Kind of a resume a little bit. You know, this is exactly who it's I am. It's become so a resume. You, you know, when, when, when you own at the War Lab, hint, hint. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of looks like a resume. It's, bro, it's, it and is what it is. This is who I am. It's kind of like, you know, you know we, we kind of had a bro date. A week and a half ago, KG, right? Me and Mad Lab, we do our little bro dates every once in a while. Went and Slips, got a nice... Slip into the DM. Got a delicious steak and fucking galamad and martinis we were drinking. Did I do you, good? Did I do good with that place? No, excellent recommendation. A, a fucking incredible recommendation. What's the, give the place a shout out. What is it? It was a place in Montclair. What's yeah, it's it called? called De Novo. De Novo. Fucking fantastic food. But I realized this, Kurt. This is when I had the epiphany because I went to the bathroom and I come back and I saw a little clickety click taking no. a picture of oh, his yeah, teeny. Yeah, taking a picture of his teeny, all right? Like tried to sneak the martini pick. As oh, a, this is the recent yeah, one? Yeah, and then all of a sudden the food comes, right? It looks mm-hmm. amazing. So I immediately, like a fucking man, fucking get my food, stick my fork in it, put it in my face. And I'm like, yo, you want to pee? 
And as I turn to ask him if he wants a piece, I see taking a picture of his fucking steak to post it on Instagram as I'm just devouring mine like a fucking man. I don't know, Lab. What about the hashtag? Hashtag. Wait, hold on. Hashtag hashtag making memories. (laughs) 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 Fucking what is this, Lab? When did you become like a food picture taker? I've, oh, bro, if you scroll down I'm at the War taker. Lab, if you scroll all the way down into my uh-huh. like, deep into my, you'll see food everywhere, dude. Food is yeah, been, I, I, since the beginning what, of like, time, dude. I'm, I we love should talk I'm about a, this since the beginning of time. Like, what, what are you doing? I love Who food. Fucking Who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? And your food tweets have like fucking thousand words on it. Hashtag like, why do you need to write a fucking article when you post a picture of spinach and beef? <laughs> Look at Look this like fucking just, guy, dude. This guy fucking puts later gram. Hold on. I did gram. that once. I did that <laughs> once because I didn't know how fucking Instagram worked and I posted an old picture. Hashtag, fucking, who, hashtag he, who wore it better. Here's Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Never. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I did that once. But I'll have an occasional slip up as we all do. Here's a picture of fucking spinach and beef in a bowl for Mad Lab. I was never a big green eater. In the last few months, I've learned to eat much more live foods than dead foods. The result is in your mood and mind. The overall wellness is pretty drastic. With the work weeks I have had as of late, this style of eating has kept me very nimble. Oh, and men that cook are not obsolete. We do still exist. Hashtag Sunday. Hashtag spinach. Hashtag brain food. Hashtag health. Hashtag wellness. Hashtag work. Hashtag food. Hashtag cook. Hashtag business, hashtag energy, hashtag greens, hashtag eat, hashtag dinner. What the fuck is that? Why so many hashtags? Slip into my DM. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like, you might as well write like, this is the kid, Kurt, who literally has the least desire of anyone I've ever met to have a girlfriend right now. Like, even more than me. Like, right, Lab? I think, I think a lot more than you. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, you don't want a girlfriend? No, man. Yeah. He just wants to smash. Fuck no, girlfriend. Yeah, girlfriend. I, I don't what? even think it's about smashing with. It's I not think even he just my vocabulary at this just point. fucking like has no desire to ever have a girl. I mean, I, that looks like fucking hashtag husband to me. Like, well, yeah, you don't hashtag spinach unless you're looking for some uh, wifey material. <laughs> yeah, last <laughs> night, last night he text messages me. I sent him a text message, and he sends me a picture back. He's like hashtag husband. <laughs> Hashtag pick it a day. But I mean, these are the things that make you a beautiful human. Lab, just the the the. But at least they're real, right, dude? Like, like let's be honest. I mean, make fun of me, okay? I I get it. But at least you, you, you personally, you know me. You go on my Instagram and you're like, no, this is how you are. That's him. This is right. No, like if he's not faking, he's not posting pictures. No, no. If I call you and you're making eggs. Literally, it'll be a three-minute conversation about how you're making the eggs and what the eggs are, and then you send me a picture of the eggs and you tell me about the eggs. That's that's who you are, and that's fine. Yeah. But I mean, so then explain your Instagram. Mine's just fucking dope. I feel like it's all over the place. Mine's, I no am structured. Dude, you know what it looks like when you open it up? It looks like <laughs> it looks like you took your kids and just dipped their hands in colored paint and they finger painted all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> That's like my no mercy posts on Instagram. Oh, you Kurt, you're the worst. Me and Mad Lab <laughs> could debate who's the worst. But I will say this, and, and I am a little bit jealous, because with all these new tactics that Mad Lab has been using of late, he literally will post a story and like he'll get like a million DMs and he gets more likes than me on his stuff. So so I'm not happy about it. It's it's especially since I have three times as many followers and he's getting way more interaction than me. 
But, you know, that's why I have to make fun of him on here because it's the only thing that could be. Dude, I post out. a picture and I literally, if I'm on the phone with Tommy when I post a picture, like literally three minutes later, I'm like, all right, Tom, let me answer somebody's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> He's got every girl in America ready to break up with her boyfriend. <laughs> Tom, your shitting pick got the least amount of likes, huh? I mean, I, th- I think, like, I'm not good at Instagram. It's it's one of my focuses of uh How can somebody of, be so good at Twitter and so bad at Instagram? Cuz I think Instagram is fucking Did you just call Tom good at I'm Twitter? Nah, Tommy's good at Twitter, dude. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really right. good. Tommy's Twitter. really but, good at Twitter. See, cuz cuz it's like when he's sober. <laughs> Instagram doesn't fit me, right? Like I like to lay in the shadows and attack. That's why I don't like to I like to be like alpha alpha. Like alpha to the alpha degree. Like so it's like Posting selfie, like my only selfies are of me and Mad Lab. Like I don't think I have a picture of one other person outside of maybe Teddy Fingers at a Yankee game. And like the last year, I just I don't know. When I go out and have fun, the last thing I think to do is like document it, unless it's like a Yankee game or I'm doing something where they want to see Prison Mike. But if like we're all out watching UFC at my house, the last thing I'm thinking is let me fucking take a picture of myself. Like, look at this, dude. We're not even live, and I'm getting followers. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Man, what were you saying about my first? Uh, you knew I was dead on Instagram with my first my first post. You said, uh, "What do you mean your first post? My first ever Instagram post it was was follow me on Twitter." <laughs> oh yeah, the, listen, guys. The fir- the vet, like usually, listen. I, I I got one other friend that has an Instagram account with no picture, nothing. He just I call him the stalker of Instagram. But the second worst ever is Tommy opens up his Instagram and literally takes a screenshot of his Twitter <laughs> and says, follow like a me. screenshot of Twitter? Yeah, and goes, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I have 30,000 Twitter followers and seven on Instagram at this point. And I'm trying to bring those seven follow, over to Twitter. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. You know what? Well, the, which one do you like better? I'm surprised you don't know what that was for, Lab. That was to get the blue check mark out there. Oh, Christ. The for the ladies. They love the check mark. Fucking Kurt, sh- isn't that Tom's go-to? I'm going to call him Sugar Daddy Blue from now on. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be the Jag. Now it's the check mark. I could get rid of my- Have you ever met a girl and not showed her never, your blue check mark? Never. Um, okay. Do relatives How long count? does it take before it comes out? If drink. <laughs> do you like nonchalantly put your phone down? Oh, I have a wonderful system. I try a few different approaches. So the, the first thing I'll normally do is what you just said, right? So I'll just be on it and I'll just leave it sitting there, you know, with the check mark, you know, with the because, you know, I mean, the followers helps too. you know, having 40 fucking K over there helps a little bit, too. So, you know, I'll do that. And then if they don't see it, uh, I'll ask them like, hey, do you have social media? Did you see? It? And then I always ask if they have Twitter and they never fucking do. So then I got to go to my little wimpy Instagram, which only has a few thousand followers and isn't going to make an impact. So then I usually find a way to wiggle it in. I'll find a way to wiggle it in. It's different every time. But um, to answer your question, yes, every single girl I've ever met uh, on a date or out, the I've made sure to make sure they know. All right. Fair enough. Yes. And I wholeheartedly admit that. Um, Kurt, your posts on No Mercy on Instagram at No Mercy Pod are straight fire. Yeah, you're probably going to lose control of that in 2019 because it's atrocious. 
it's so much fun putting things here, putting things there, throw some music over here. It's just I feel like I'm painting. Bro, well, the you're... best one, the best one is the the last one that he posted on December fourteenth is fucking the a Christmas? powder blue with fire. Bro, oh, that was good. That was good. That one looks good. Bro, his. You ever see those like old school cartoony movies? Like claymation, kind of like every his fucking Instagram stories on No Mercy look like a fucking acid trip. Guys, follow No Mercy Pod on Instagram. Actually, straight don't. fire. I don't, bro. Wait until I do today's for this episode. Straight oh fire. my god, dude! If you've seen them, ladles coming through it. It's gonna be. Awesome. It looks like a haunted house for like fucking handicapped people. Like it's fucking yeah. It's crazy. It's like if you ate mushrooms and did an Instagram post. Yeah, but would you say it's fire? No, I'd say it's fucking oh. basura. Basura. So I'll keep posting or? Yeah, hold on. You can now? actually see. If you go to, uh, dude, this is for you have a fucking story with all of them in it. So if you go to Instagram, if you yeah. go to at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, you go it. to at No Mercy Pod and the highlights, it says Ep oh, Stories. Get some followers now. Just scroll through these fucking. Yeah. But you could see the evolution of my Instagram story game as you go from one over to like 40 oh my god i'm going through them right now like this is Bro. like and then you'll see some good ones in the middle like when you all over the place when you see um Litter. when you see the ones in the middle with no mercy and topics and stuff those are my instagram posts that i made that are beautiful and then you'll see mad labs chalkboard which is beautiful which kurt then shit all over with blood and piss and farts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well each person's got their own thing like we have fire the alcoholic gets uh money and then jeff mans gets the blood god it's so bad it's so. It's really good. Jesus so fuck. It's right. Isn't it bad, Lab? No, I was just looking at a girl with a donut on her nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Lab, we had a conversation about dessert um, because we we were there, and after Mad Lab took pictures of everything that we ate and drank, um, I said, <laughs> I said, "Yo, we, guys, like, do you want dessert?" And it's just like a natural man reaction, I think, to say no to dessert, right? Yeah. Like it's just natural. You're just like, no, no, I'm good with dessert. And then I turn to him, I'm like. You know what? Fuck this. We're on a date. Let's get some fucking dessert. And he goes, yeah. And you could tell he wanted to. He goes, it's not gay. I was like, no. You just posted pictures of martini glasses. You're worried about eating a fucking... Just don't take a picture of it. So, uh, so we got the dessert, and it was delicious, and it was incredible, and completely topped the meal off. And I am actually, in 2019, going to start consistently ordering dessert after my meals. Not on dates. You always do it on dates. But... For what? I, I don't know. I just I thought it was something that people have gotten away from, and I I think it's I think it's just something that needs to be done. And me, no, but what now did we get? What did we get? We, get? we got cutting. that warm bread pudding in that milk. Oh remember? yeah, yeah, it was in milk. Too. And then we got something else though. And then we got some strawberry something. Oh uh, no, straw the had, strawberry shortcake was in milk. Yeah, and then they had the uh, the warm bread pudding. We had we we did it right. We, we missed out <laughs> on the chocolate, but. Uh, but yeah, no, it was it was fucking it was an incredible idea. And we were talking about kind of different techniques on dates with dessert. Like, isn't it your biggest fear lab when you're having a bad date and the girl orders dessert? Oh yeah, and they want coffee. Do you want coffee and dessert? I'm like, nah, you know, I gotta get back to work. <laughs> Coffee's the worst because you can't force like if it's a dessert, you could just keep digging into it and fucking speed the pace up. But if it's coffee, they'll fucking milk that fucking thing and it draws another thirty minutes on the Have you day. drank coffee before? Me? Yeah, I drink what they call candy coffees. So if I do drink yeah. a coffee, it's pounded with sugar and caramel. And took you as a coffee. The, that's the beautiful thing about what we do, though, because a lot of people they're working nine to five. They can't use the excuse that they're saying, "Oh, you know, we gotta, 
you know, we got something to do with us. We could say we've got to go home. we got to finish an article. we got to record a podcast. You know, i got to get home. That's, so that's the, always the go-to. You know what I mean? If you're not feeling the date or anything like that, and you're just like, hey, you know, I really got to get home, you know, I get, and then you stop at fucking Starbucks on the way home. <laughs> and, dude, for me, when's the last time you heard me go on a date? <sighs> like a date. When, on, went, I mean, on, honest question. If I ask you, and you've known, I've actually been, like, dating a couple girls over the last two years, three years. When's the last time you've heard me say, Lab, I'm going on a date? Do you want me to say the truth? Yeah. I think since I've known you twice. <laughs> right? And both times I asked you where I should go. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, I've been on, like, two dates in probably three years. Yeah. Yeah. I don't do dates. I don't do dates. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a vulture. I swoop into the bar and I swoop out of the bar. With uh, I, don't, I don't do dates. Yeah, I get, yeah I'm thinking right I'm now. Yeah, I don't think there's been more. Kurt, when's the last time you've taken your wife on a date? Oh. Oh, jeez. I don't even know. It was our 10-year anniversary this year. And did you go on a date? No. Um, yeah, I don't know. See, isn't that... That's like... I, I, I'm sorry, but that's like one of my biggest fears, dude. What's up? That's why people, I just people don't not want taking to get you on dates? Nah, it's just like, dude, it's like... Too comfortable. Do you do dates for the gram? For I think the, you do... I mean, think you do the dates just so you can get good food picks. Wait, what do you mean for the for the gram? <laughs> The, Meaning, like, like you'll so take a fucking the chubby girl out on a date just because you know you I don't get date some chubby good, girls. You get some good pictures of martinis. Yes, you no, do. I don't, dude. Sometimes, yes, you dude. Do. My, listen, sometimes my, my, we all do, but Mad Lab's very selective. I'm very selective. Yes. Bro, the Twitter poll has closed. Do you want the results? Of what? Of what? Guest of the year. Oh, yes. Let's make the announcement. The results are in. Drum roll, Mad Lab. And the winner is. Cynthia Freeland with 44% of the vote, just beating out my boy, Pat Mayo. Wow. At 40%. Can really dance. Cynthia wins. Bro, we're going to do a little co-host of the year coming up oh. very shortly. Oh, who's that? The so alcoholic. that's, that's going to be you, Lab, Rob, uh-huh. and Jeff, uh-huh. right? Who do you think is going to win that if you had to put a million dollars down? That's going to be tough because Jeff definitely has more fans. Jeff's than got the fan base, but Jeff's got more haters. I can tell you who'll lose. Rob's going to lose for sure. No. Yeah, Rob's, Rob finishes last. Um, Mad Lab should win <clears throat> um, because he's, he's not only excellent on the pod, but he's the most liked. I would say, I would say it's going to be between Mad Lab and Jeff because Kurt, the bod, has done an atrocious job of building his brand socially over the last three months follow no mercy pod on instagram (laughs) (laughs) if you want to see some fire stories there you go (laughs) i think we should rig it for rig it for the bot um netflix i wanted to add this in netflix movie slash recommendation of the show so do you guys have a recently watched because this is a big thing on twitter we're going to get to the twitter questions in a minute but this is a big thing on twitter that actually usually gets the most interaction if you want to get interaction on a tweet just post a tweet saying, what should I watch on Netflix? And you'll get like 150 fucking responses to it. So, Bod, what would you say is your most recent recommendation well, or, re- or avoid? Either one. Just something to tell the people well, for Netflix. I just started this. I don't know if it's a show or movie, Bad Blood. It's some mafia thing, but it was big and it was on the banner. So I clicked it. I just started it. It's corny, but I'm, I could deal with it. Okay. But if anyone hasn't seen Spartacus yet. I don't know what you're doing. You have to see Spartacus. Probably one of the best shows of all time. 
out of the and, out of the shows that you watch, Kurt, how many of them would you say? What percentage have either a warrior uh-huh. or a detective in it? A detective, not so much. Just give me a warrior, or yeah, just some kind of alpha male that just runs shit. That's all I really need. It's just to entertain me. Yeah, your every every show of yours has a warrior in it. Yeah, You've seen I'm every glad you you are to warrior shows what me and Mad Lab are to serial killer shows. Well, I hate dramas. Like I hate any of the those corny horror movies. I hate all the dramas. I'm not into any of that stuff. I just want to be entertained for a little bit. So and I just need a little action. Your Neanderthal brain. Lab, do you have any Oh, I just saw um what's it called that just came out on Netflix? What? Uh The Avengers what the heck was it? The new one? I saw Venom. Oh, how was it? It was uh i I don't know. Like, it's one of those what? movies where I don't know. Like, I finished that's it. That's going to be my New Year's And I was thing. like, it was interesting. It was good. It was funny. Like, that's, that's my takeaway from it. It's actually one of the funnier, probably maybe outside of, like, Deadpool and ones that are intentionally trying to be funny. Really? It was funny. Yeah, just the way. Bro, I love Tom Hardy. I know, because you fucking. That's my boy. You got a man crush on every alpha male, you fucking fruit loop. Yeah, that's my boy right there. But, uh, but yeah, it was good. I mean, I'm a Spider-Man junkie, so, I mean, I'm a little bit biased towards it. I thought it was good. I thought it could have been a little better. But uh, but there wasn't enough venom. No, what that's what everyone's saying, and I'm like, what? Venom's in the whole fucking movie, start to finish. Oh, is he? Yeah, there's plenty of venom. Like, let me hear your venom imitation. I I gotta see it. I don't know, but it, it is funny. But he has a cool talks, voice, right? He talks to him like this. <laughs> Tom, you need to come here. Tom. But he says like funny shit. Like then there'll be a knock at the really? door, and the first time you hear venom, like he he's got venom like in him, but he doesn't fully know what's going on yet, and you'll just hear. Who's that? <laughs> You're just like, what the <laughs> fuck? And like, he makes these funny fucking voices that he says things like, we should eat her. You know, like, so it's really uh, like I was cracking up the whole show. Yeah, I can't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I recommend it. Follow my Instagram, No Mercy Pod, for my review <laughs> of Venom. <laughs> Man, Lab, you have anything, do you have anything uh, pre-2000 that everyone should go watch on Netflix? I'll let you answer that for me. What is it? What did you watch the other day? I don't Something watch. I don't, oh, is I don't it the want, you know. inspirational wrestling? Well, movie? no. You have inspirational documentaries and Schwarzenegger documentaries and shit like that. Anything that the the machine? What was the machine one? What machine one? The fighting machine or what was it? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, okay, All right, guys. If you want to see something, this is like old. Uh, but if you want to see an awesome documentary on how MMA was back in the day, back in the Pride days. Watch a, watch a documentary called The Smashing Machine. It's Smashing about, Machine. It's about Mark Kerr. It's my nickname in high school. And you will be blown away when you Smash. watch this documentary. Yeah, so that's Mad Labs are all... Like, Mad Lab hasn't watched anything on television that has come out after 2000. I don't think... I think the last time I was on a date was the last... What were you telling? We were out the other night, Lab, and you were telling someone that they need to watch something. Like, you're like, you don't watch this? You haven't seen this movie? It was like a movie from like before 2000. I think something Dragon, maybe. Oh, dude, The Last Dragon, bro. Yeah, I was talking. I forget. Yeah. We were, there was girls around. I don't know. We weren't there with girls. Yeah, no there, girls saw the. There last was girls dragon. around. I mean, and you, we were we talking forget about, we're talking to like 25. Yeah, and, and just 25 year old <laughs> girls there, and they're saying something about the new Netflix show, and and I was like, oh, you got to see this. And Mad Lab's like, you see The Last Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and the girls are like, "What?" And he's like, "The Last Dragon." 
You've seen the Last Dragon, Dude, right? That is not, bro, bro. The Last, bro. And they're just looking at him so confused. Kurt, you never saw and the Last Dragon, so mad. bro. You've never seen the Last Wait, Dragon. What's the, the Last, last dragon? dragon? Was show enough? And you, and no. the glow. He's got the glow. Olivia feeds no. into Daddy Green's pizza. Come on, dude. I have no uh, idea. Exactly. It's like a fuck. I don't even know. It's I, it's uh. One of the greatest pro- movies ever, dude. It's from I 19- thought you were talking about Enter the Dragon. Kurt, released it. Keep in mind, we're talking to two 26-year-old girls, which means they were born in like 1994, right? Like, he's talking about a movie about a, a black ninja that was released in 1985. <laughs> and he's telling them. Never saw it. It's telling them to go watch it. On my life. Did you say you never saw Fast and Furious? I've seen Fast and Furious. I just don't like oh, okay. it. My best, the best oh. thing about Mad Lab, Kurt, though, is when you. you tell him you haven't seen a movie or a show that he loves, he, he, go, he has a three-step process. First, he yells at you. Then he tells <laughs> mm-hmm. you it's the best thing ever. You have to go see it. Then he questions you like, dude, you've never seen it? Remember this line? Hey, oh, Vinny, go get the pizza pies. <laughs> no? No? And it's like, dude, I've never seen the movie. Why would I remember that line? And then usually there's like an aftershock where he repeats that same line again about 30 seconds. Like, bro, come on. Vinny, go get the pizzas, the pepperonis. No? Oh, Jesus. And then he just gets frustrated. I'm very excited. I'm telling you one thing. I'm very excited for the next season of Cobra Kai. Didn't they cancel all their original content? No, they're coming out on YouTube Red in July. I'm very excited. Oh, no, I think it's going to be free because they canceled YouTube Red or they canceled. They're not making shows anymore because they weren't working. Something weird like that. You know what what pisses me off? Have you guys noticed like when you're on Netflix or anything, like the the title covers change? Yes, constantly because they want to see which one does best. But at what point do you stop doing it? Do you know what do you know what I do? What do you do? I intentionally, when I want to see something, but it's not a rush, and I like the picture because they're trying. You know how I am with technology. Like, I refuse to even turn on Alexa in my house. I have Alexa, and I won't turn the fucking thing on because I don't want the government looking at it. So, listening to it. So, what I do is every once in a while, if, like, I want to see it, but I don't know if I want to see it right now, I'll wait till the picture changes to something I don't like, and then I'll click on it just to throw the algorithm off. Seems like a lot of work. Like, I do this shit. Like, I literally sit there... And will intentionally click on things I don't like with no intent to watch them just to click on the pictures I don't like just to fuck the algorithm up so it doesn't learn me. All right. That's enough. how. Oh, so is it different for everyone or is it changing? No, I think for it's everyone. trying to learn you and it's trying to learn like what you like so that it can make the pictures more for what you like. So that I mean, just put the rock on it, throw a little Jason Statham in the background. And Kurt's got it. Jason what Statham on is. movies that he's not even in. <laughs> You turn on Kurt's Netflix. Sex in the City's got Jason Statham. <laughs> Friends. Friends. Really Friends is a picture of Jason yeah. Statham and The Rock. Yeah, but that's what I mean. How much does Netflix really know about me if they're not sticking Jason Statham on every cover? <laughs> the Bod 14 gets me. He has it as his banner on his Twitter account. <laughs> Fucking mess. Things Mad Lab can accomplish. Mad Lab. Oh, I got one. All right, go. I got one. All right. Mad Lab. Yeah. You Dude, I hear a whistle. Brent- like, there's what? a whistle. Somewhere. Yeah, it's it's on the the computer recording. It's oh, not okay, coming okay, through okay, on that okay. on the regular one. So it's fucking. Yeah. You ready now? I my sugar was dropping. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sugar was dropping. <laughs> By the way, who's the best at getting you orange juice oh, when your dude, sugar's dropping? Let me explain dropping? something to you guys. Oh, I'm going to explain this right now. When I was, first of all, when I, I'll make this brief. When I was in Miami, I went to an art show with my brother, and it was on the beach, and it was this big, long fucking, um, like, uh, tent that you went into. And the deeper you went into it, there was, like, no exits at all. 
And my sugar was dropping as we were going. But my brother's not like me at all. He's very, like, nervy, and he's, he, he gets paranoid, and he's a worry war. So I was just fighting it, and I was like, I, I really just got to fight this for my brother, this and that. So as we were in there, like, my sugar started dropping, and I couldn't tell him because I didn't want to make him nervous. So, like, I was looking for soda. I, I was like, how the fuck does this place not have fucking orange juice or anything? Um, and I had to really talk myself out of it. When we were at the FanDuel final... Um, or the draft final, whatever it was, uh, we were there, and my sugar started dropping. It wasn't dropping that bad, but it started to take a dip, and I was like, dude, I got to get a little sugar. And I, t- I turned to the right, Kurt, and I don't see him no more. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's completely gone, dude. And I'm like, where the fuck? And I just turn away, and I see him running like fucking Carl Lewis, dude, to the bar. <laughs> and he comes running over with a glass of orange juice for me, bro. Dude, I hugged him like five, right? right? How many times did I hug you, dude? I'm like, thanks so much, dude. Like, thanks. Dude. Like, like, is this enough? Is yeah, this okay? Like, he really, and like, it was he, funny. He didn't even tell me. I was just standing next to him, and I saw him looking in the stand. And he's like, did I got orange juice over there? And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, because it's happened to me so many times. He knows. Yeah. I like how Tom teased people up for compliments. No, I do not, but that, that's a well-deserved right? compliment, dude. That's a well-deserved compliment. There's always something going on when Tom asks that. No, but that's, that's, that's a well-deserved compliment, dude. Uh, oh, that's good, Kurt. All right, what was your, what was your thing Mad Live oh, can All right, so things Mad Live can achieve. Ready? Mm-hmm. You versus Brendan Schaub in the octagon, three rounds. Who's winning and by what? Well, right and now? Let's, give you, let's give you three months uh, of training. Let's give him his peak. No, it's he's always allowed to be in his peak yeah. mad lab. Oh, so you're allowed oh, to peak be in mad your lab? Peak. Oh, no, peak mad lab versus Brendan Shab. Well, peak mad lab, peak shab, and I'd probably have to give it to peak shab. Right. Wait, so peak shab would beat peak mad lab? Well, what do you mean? Uh, in, in an actual are you talking about just like right now where you like, guys oh, are fighting an MMA when you're at your MMA peak and physical peak and Shab is still fighting like four years ago, five years ago, whatever he was last fighting. I mean, I I'm never, I'm never, never going to say that I can't beat anybody. Um, and I could, I, one thing I can promise, he'd be in for a fucking fight. That I would. Think. All right. So what about a street fight? A street fight's totally different, dude. There's nobody. All right. So who wins the street I fight? I think I win a street fight totally. Easy? Yeah. Not Someone easy. I mean, it, you're never going to win a street fight easy against a guy who knows how to fight. But the street fight is a completely different animal. There's, 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 when there's no rules involved and it's you against somebody and when I go black... I, I don't. There's. It's a, street fights a completely different animal, dude. Yeah, you got to remember too. That. A lot of these guys, believe it or not, they've never been in a street fight. You know what I mean? Like, right. um, like yeah. Chris Lieben, as badass as he is, he's openly admitted back in the day he's never been in a street fight before. It's a completely different animal. These. Well, I mean, it's remember, also these guys fight for money, dude. The last thing they want to do is get into a street fight. They fight all day. You know, and, and the other cool thing is, them. you're trained with discipline since you're young. A lot of these guys. The other thing is the big guys. I mean, Brandon Schaub's a big fucking dude. Who's yeah, going big. around and fucking with Brandon Schaub yeah, he's a in tough a fucking kid, bar? He's a t- right? Like, guys like me kid. get fucked with in bars. You Guys like you don't get fucked with in bars, you know? And he's still uh, trained. Bro, believe it or not, he's still trained seven days a week. He admits to train seven days right. a week. The other yeah. thing is, too. Can I ask a follow-up? Yes. What would it take for you to punch me in the face? I would never. Ooh. Ooh. What would it take, There's got to be something. There's always what something. What if you were dating a girl for 10 years and I gave it a Italian sausage? The only, that's the, the, the only <laughs> line that is drawn in the sand um, is if you, if, if you or Tommy or somebody really close to me, you ended up fucking one of them, like somebody I was really involved with, like my ex or something like that. Then, so that would do then, it? Yeah, then that deserves a fucking beating. Oh, shit. I don't know if careful. you'd still, I still don't know if you'd be able to punch him in the face. 
if what you if I say like I girl, slipped? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think if yeah. it was because that's a conscious a, decision. How about how about right? a long lasting relationship over text with her? That would that would get a punch in the face. Well, yeah, I think it's a conscious decision. I think you'd, I think you'd punch me in the it. face way quicker than punching Kurt in the face. So I think I, no, I, because I know Kurt would never do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Thanks, Lab. No, no, um, someone on Twitter would like to know, uh, can you go around with John Jones at any point in your, your career? I don't think so, dude. He's the best of all time. Yeah. Who, who, uh, could you go around with Max Holloway? Well, yeah, he's a lot smaller than me. That's guys, what I'm saying, Guys, what you guys right. got to remember is this, bro. When you guys see these guys in the cage, you know, you're seeing them with oh, somebody of their equal size. Like, if you guys saw Mayweather in person, you would be shocked. He looks like a midget. You know, mm-hmm. he looks like a midget. Like, if you look at John McCarthy when he was in the cage with these guys, he looks like a monster. Dude, compared think to about guys. this. Think about this. I'm 5'11", a buck 85, right? Mayweather's 5'8", 150. And I'm not big, right? Like, I'm normal. Mayweather's a little dude. Bro, that whistle's like a driving little, me nuts, dude. A little guy. He's a little guy. But they can't hear it, Lab, so you have to... Uh, All right, I know. I have know. to... <laughs> it's probably on your new, your new shit that you downloaded. Um, so here's, here's some Twitter questions. Kurt, did you have any other things Mad Lab can accomplish, or should I go to the Twitter? No, it's just that for now. All right, so Twitter questions here. So we have, from, from the fans, they would like to know... Uh, Pete Override would like to know, Mad Lab, can you do a Macho Man Randy Savage imitation? Can you I know do- he'd override. Can you do? Can you do a Macho Man imitation? Uh, is he asking me to do it, or is he asking? He's me asking can you to do it. He's asking oh, you I to do can't. It. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't fucking know. There you go. Oh yeah, bro. Who's your best guy to imitate? Who me? Yeah, I don't imitate people. Who do you do dude? the best? He doesn't do. Dude, he doesn't do I, listen, I'm listen. Tom has a weird one. I can't remember what it is, but I feel like it's something weird. Kermit the like Frog Elmo here. or something. <laughs> yeah, I told you. It's just something this stupid is, and this weird. This is Kermit the Frog. <laughs> he overrides. He overrides. does something like Elmo. What's up? What'd you say, Lance? He overrides. does a good macho man. Oh, he overrides. does the best. Yeah, he does a really I good macho man. I can do a little macho man if I have to, brother. Tom, oh, do yeah. Kermit doing macho man. Kermit doing macho man? Yeah. I can do a little macho man, yeah. <laughs> this, is ma- this is macho the frog here. Macho <laughs> frog. That's the dumbest thing ever. Oh, Kermit. That's my Miss Piggy. I could do a lot. I could do a... Uh, what else can I do? I could do uh, I should have you over with my kids. I could do I could do Shaggy from uh, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's one. They... Zoink, Scoob! I could do, uh, I could do Sh- Scooby. <laughs> what else could I do? I can do a lot. I used to actually in college um, just I, jump from impersonation to impersonation. I used to be able to do Saul Rosenberg from Jerky Boys. Remember him? <laughs> Let's hear it. Do you remember him? What's yeah, your name, yeah, sir? My Boys. name is Saul. Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> <laughs> I like your face when you do that. I was that. just going to say his face is the best. <laughs> the face was the best part of that. <laughs> Kurt, can you do any impersonations? I could do Dr. Phil when I'm oh, on point, Christ. but I'm not on point right now, so I can't remember how I used to do it, but that was it. Yeah, well, we got to practice and we get them on video. Um, yeah. So how do pros do it? What type of serial killer likes the movie Bird Box? This goes back to Netflix. Oh, my wife just watched I that. just watched it, too. Movie. What did she say? She loved it. Georgia, do you like Bird Box? Jesus, fuck, my eardrums. <laughs> 
She said, yeah. <laughs> you want me to have her on for this segment? Yeah, bring George on. <laughs> Go get Georgia. Bring her on. Yeah. Bring her on. Yeah, she liked Bird Box. No, she's doing laundry. <laughs> like, no. like she's supposed to. <laughs> Shh, too loud. Lab, Bird Box is a kind of horror movie. It's it, a new kind of horror movie on Netflix. Yeah, it's with Sandra Bullock, right? Yeah, I, the, I'll tell you this. The first, I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know that it was a movie or a TV show. I just heard Bird Box, so I turned it on. I don't like watching trailers. Mm-hmm. I hate trailers because I feel like they spoil the fun of watching the fucking movie. So I basically just hear about it, and I just, boom, hit it. So uh, the first 10 minutes was so sick, like so fucking sick. And then it was good. You know, it was good. But, I mean, the first 10, 15 minutes was fucking sick. Um, but, yeah, it, it's worth watching. You know, I'm not going to fucking recommend you go run out and, like, Westworld and shows like that are way better. But, uh, but it was good. Yeah, it, was, it was entertaining. Can I, I bring it. one thing up about Sandra Bullock? Please. All right. So I don't – this always is – this bothers me for a long time. Two of the mm-hmm. biggest female actresses out there you could possibly argue right now are Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Aniston, correct? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do they go through relationships like dumpster fires, dude? They're train wrecks. Because they're very needy. Yeah. Like, think they're really women. think about with it. either of them. Yeah. Yeah, would, could you imagine being with any of them? It would be the worst. Jennifer Aniston has been a train wreck for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I She's think actors and actresses in general... Like, I think you're just finding that they're, you know, and Jennifer Aniston, I don't know if she's in too much stuff right now, but she's been steadily popular for the last five, ten years. I think you're seeing that they're, like, older, you know? Like, they're, like, in their, like, mid to late 30s, maybe even 40. Yeah, but you they're know, still hot, two. dude. Yeah, they are, Once but here's the thing. Once a girl hits her mid-30s, they start going downhill. And they, they're they done have now. Because actors and actresses, and I have a whole rant that I want to do on this in January. Actors and actresses live a fake fucking life. Like, they're the most likely to commit suicide, like, fucking end up on drugs, depressed. Like, they're really just fucking fake. So it's like they can't find that, like, inner joy. And I think what happens is they just, they, as they start to get older and they start to, they're just living in this fucking, their life is basically like Instagram, right? Like, their whole life is like Instagram. It's all fake. It's all fake adulation. They're in the spotlight. They just you can't have a healthy relationship in that environment. So I yeah. think they're just getting older, and the younger chicks are stealing all the dudes. Isn't that be- isn't that a beautiful thing though? Uh, real quick about that is that how how history just like kind of not repeats but reverses itself. Like the cycle, w- women have the edge up until they're like in their early thirties. You know, they can have anyone yeah. they want, and then as guys get older, that's when the guys take over. I think at thirty we start to take over because that's when they start to freak out. You, they not, start I'm to short like, circuit. Then the older guys are looking for the younger girls. The, old, the younger girls are looking for the older guys. So, like, they have their time early. We have our time late. Yep. I no, it's that. so true. And it's funny that they hate the same thing that they were. You know, they used to get all the advantages of being a hot 23-year-old and everyone wanting to fuck them and everyone letting them cut lines and dating guys who buy them shit. And then when they turned 33... They resent those same fucking girls that they were 10 years ago because now they're not that girl anymore and no one wants that. This is a great question from Dennis Roy. <laughs> Thought just popped up in my head courtesy of Jeff Manns. Now, I want you to think about this, both of you, okay? How many fourth graders can Mad Lab beat the shit out of before being overcome by a horde? <laughs> so, how many fourth graders could attack you, Lab? Fourth graders? Fourth graders. <laughs> I, there has to be a number, right, of too many fourth I don't graders. Think so because I don't think there would be enough that could get in on them. Like, 
around the circumference, there's not enough room. But I mean, you got to think if there's a hundred fourth graders attacking him, right? Yeah, but you got to remember, a hundred can't touch him. Well, they're no, they're all coming in and they're climbing his back and they're climbing him, trying to pull him down. I would and be then like, they get, I, bro, it would be like the fucking game Asteroids, dude. I'd just be pegging him off one by one, bro. <laughs> yeah, he'd have to tire out. That would be the only like, you ever see? You ever see the movie uh, uh, Hostel when they, they, they all those little kids start attacking to get people? Like, it's like 20 of them, and they just attack that guy. That's mm-hmm. the way it would be like, dude. But I would just... Is this another old movie dude, reference? I would just keep them at range, bro. It's a pop, it's a pop, it's a pop. If they all came at once from different angles, like they all charged 100 in a circle to attack you. It would take a lot. I don't dude. think because even if if twenty of them get angry, of them, dude, like the like, the angriest fourth graders in America, like, like you could smack, up, you shot them up, literally smack them once and they start crying. So like even yeah, if I don't hit yeah. them clean, uh, you just spin around and it would have to be until I tire out. They'd have to keep bringing them until I completely gas out. All right. Oh, Jim's back. I haven't seen Jim tweet at us in a while. Mm. I thought the alcoholic lost. All right. It's odd, odd that fa- Kurt found Jim's tweet, which is the one tweet on the whole list of thirty of them. That says why yeah. about the bot? Well, I'm shocked to see Jim is back. Yeah, really. You're you're, you're not trying to like make sure I go to the tweet that's about you. The one. Well, no, it's fake news. So what do you want me to say? Hey, Jim, I Jim would drink. like to know why the bod doesn't drink. No, I do drink. I know, but my whole life I've I don't drink unless there's a reason to drink. So even when I was in high school, college, I don't drink unless there was girls around. Now I don't drink at home. Like there's no beer in my house. I only drink when I go out with friends. So I, my body's not built for drinking. So I don't drink unless it's necessary kind of Man, Lev, how about you you're not a big drinker no i'm not a big drinker like will you ever sit at home and just drink something actually like last beer? night last night lab will more often than me believe it or not last, which is odd last because night i drink I way more than him. yeah see like yeah. i never will sit home and just make a drink unless like the only time i will is if i feel like i'm out even if i'm home like if i'm in the chat room like the gambling chat room, and we're betting on games, and everyone's chatting in there. Then I'll be like, ah, it's because I feel like I'm in that world. But for me, like I never just sit home. And Usually, drink. like when I'm three quarters way, three quarter way done with my article, and I'm all fucking stressed out, like I'll make a drink just to, to just finish it up. Like let me have a drink, let me loosen up a little bit, let me get through this. So, like last night, I was finishing up the article, and I I did. I, I had a little bit of vodka and soda. Yeah, is that your go-to? Um, I like Jack on the rocks and stuff, but sometimes I just want to keep drinking it, so I just keep it to a minimum yeah. like the only thing i would drink is jameson and yeah if i ever it's drink really home good. alone it's always like jameson or something that i normally you know but wouldn't never drink alone. at a bar you know when the ladies come over i grab the martini with the martini uh, glasses get your fucking <laughs> olives out you fruit gorgonzola olives if mad lab was allowed to pick any ncaa wrestling champion of his choice over the past three years kyle snyder david taylor etc could he train them to the point that they become a UFC champion? Oh, God, there's so many of them. There's so many good guys out there like Darian Cruz and Spencer Lee. And yeah, I mean, I, I think if I had to pick anyone to train, absolutely. I mean, that's the foundation that you want. You want a wrestler. But do you think if you get, like, you can, you know, who would your pick be off the top of your head? Oh, there's so have, many of them. You, you give, you give, give me, me a, one of the guys that would be in that list. Give me one of the guys who would be who in Who was the on the list? Five. No, in your list. Or no, well, who did he guys, say? Kyle Snyder, David Taylor. All right, so I, yeah, but, but you got to remember it's all it's not it's it's premised on a lot of things. I mean, yeah, their their skill set is exactly what I would want. I would want the foundation of a solid, you know, high pedigree wrestler like that. But however, does he have a chin? Um, you know, it, it, there's there's a lot involved. You know, but so you would say if I could hand you the top four wrestlers in the country, 
right? I could hand you the top four wrestlers in the company, country and put them in a gym with you for a year or two. That there, there should be one of those guys who can come out and be a UFC champion? Um, possible. Possible. There's, 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 look at Henry Cejudo. You yeah. know what I mean? It's possible. You're giving me the, the right foundation for it, but you got to remember, there's heart involved. Do they like to get hit? Do they to shy away from getting hit? Do they have a chin? Do they have the ability to to uh, stick to a game plan? Do they have the ability to, to, to you know, learn hands and, 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 and tie? But you have the ability to teach them if they have the skill set. Yeah, absolutely. To make them a champion. Absolutely. absolutely. Uh, Georgie <laughs> Lopez um, tweeted uh, his question is, the bot is a bitch. What? <laughs> Where? That's a great question. Yeah. yeah. Where is this? So uh, it's in show more replies because it says bitch. So it's probably hidden on yeah. yours. Well, look at MC. Did you see the MC? Tommy, have you heard Yale's putting tampons in the men's restrooms because uh, men's can menstruate? Oh, my God. But look at this guy's profile. His profile picture is a toilet and his banner is an open oven. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you come up with that? Am I allowed to it ask really a question? Is. No. All right. Yes. Dude, what do you mean? There's no rules Yo, on so here. This has been... I like, always this ask us if we can do bro, shit. This, 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 but what was the most vivid... This has to be recent. And if it hasn't happened in like the last month, then forget about it. But what is the last really fucking vivid dream that you had that you woke up and you're like, holy shit, that wasn't real? Me? Any of you guys. Yeah. Last night. Me too, we dude. That's why I'm saying it. Tom was playing golf with me for some reason. Tom's a fucking horror show at golf but he was doing amazing and his shot his ball went into a bucket and he was having like a perfect game and he couldn't get the ball out of the bucket and he was losing his mind and then i woke up it sounds like reality me being amazing me being amazing at (laughs) something in a bucket me being amazing at something and then some outside circumstance causing me to lose my mind and turn into a maniac and lose that sounds exactly like my life so i don't even know if that was a dream we might have done that mad lab well, Mad Lab, what well, was not Tommy, you? I don't dream. That's yeah, the, gonna the say, funny there's thing. There's no way like, Tom I'm, I, I don't dream. dream. Now, everyone goes, everyone dreams. Well, then I don't remember it. Like, like fucking, it's a tree falling in the woods, right? <clears throat> like, I never wake up and have a vivid dream. If I do, it's like spotty pieces of something I may remember on occasion. But it's real. I, I guess I don't hit REM sleep ever, or I just have brain damage. But I have not dreamt. In 10, 15 years, outside of like three or four times. Dude, I had the weirdest fucking dream last night, bro. So last night when I was like, when I was uh, finishing up my article, dude, I, it was probably like two o'clock in the morning and I, and I wanted to get sleep because I knew we were doing a pod and shit like that. So I took a Remfresh and what Remfresh is, it's, it's like uh, melatonin. Like T-ball? Yeah. It's like melatonin. So I took a Remfresh and I put the Would t- you say you took more than a picogram? I took, uh, yeah, I took definitely more than, I t- probably took a little more than a nanogram, <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, I'm laying on the couch, dude, um, and I put the TV on, and then I started listening to something on YouTube. So I shut my TV off, and the room was pitch black, dude. And, I'm, and you know my couch, like the L shape, you know, the sectionals. Uh-huh. So I'm laying on my couch, and dude, I must have passed out. Like the Remfresh must have knocked me out uh, when I was watching the, the video. But all of a sudden, like, I opened my eyes, dude, and I was getting a blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Listen, I was getting a blowjob in the fucking dark, dude. And I'm like... Did Kurt have that hat on when he was doing it? <laughs> Listen, dude. <laughs> so, bro, like, it, it, it's, it was something where I really didn't think I was dreaming. So I was, like, startled for a minute, and I, like, kicked my blanket off me, and... Then I realized I was awake and there was nobody there. But, bro, I literally got up and put my flashlight on my phone. And I was like, dude, it's like, was there anybody in my house? 
<laughs> you were getting ghost poo? Huh? See, I love that shit. Like, I wish I dreamt more because I'm so built for dreams. Like, everyone talks about it, like how scared they were in their dreams. I remember when I used to dream and I used to love, like, almost dying in my dreams. Like, yesterday when that fucking quote-unquote um, fucking Con Ed thing blew up I didn't in Queens. Oh, dude. Oh, conspiracy time. Let's do dude, it. We only got a minute or two left, so... But go to oh. we, we can cover this one because uh, how do pros do it? Wanted to know about that and um, Kevin Spacey's upcoming suicide because um, Kevin Spacey supposedly in the uh, deep state kind of Twitter Reddit version is uh, about to expose this big pedophile ring and was possibly involved in it. Really? So? Oh, really? Yeah. What all the conspiracy? He's a it'll weirdo, never happen. Dude. But okay. what, yeah, but what what all the conspiracy theorists are saying? What happens every time is that don't be surprised if all of a sudden Kevin Spacey's dead in six months. Because really? whenever they try to expose something, they kill them. Right. So, um, I think, well, they commit suicide. Yeah, they commit quote unquote air quote suicide. But um, yeah, just like when uh, do you remember when Joan Rivers came out on that interview, which somehow never circulated on mainstream media, and said like everyone knows, you know, Michelle Obama's a tranny. Like, do, did you remember that? No. When they said like, you know, when do we think we'll have our first gay president, and they asked Joan Rivers, go look it up on YouTube. It's it's clear as day, like she said it. Yeah, but that was probably a joke. Uh, no, no, we've been I've been saying this forever. Like Michelle Obama's definitely a man, but um, she's not. He a calls man. her Michael for the first two years of his presidency by accident, like ten times. You know, she's no. definitely a man. She's definitely a man. But um, Joan Rivers man. actually goes like, yeah, we have the first gay president, like in Barack, and they're like, what do you mean? And then she's like, really? Do you guys still believe this? Like Michelle Obama's a tranny. Everyone knows that. Like, keep it moving. Like, duh. Like she said it. Like, duh. Like everyone knows. No, there was, and then all of a sudden, Joan Rivers died two weeks later. No, there was pictures of her holding. No, her. There was pictures of Obama holding hands with his roommate on the couch, legs crossed, and everything. That was a pretty gay. Dude, photo. go dig but, into Kurt. You haven't dug into this yet. Go dig no, into the Michelle, Michelle Obama Obama's thing. Not I'm a train. I didn't Michelle even Obama's know that was. See, a this thing. is what I mean. That's like, really I love conspiracy theories, but some. It's but do like, you sometimes know. tune them out before doing your research, which is irresponsible? Because I've done a lot yeah, of research. Yeah, but some of these things. Wait, you so can people skew think that she's a man? No, she is. Really? I never <laughs> no, heard she is. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's a transvestite. I heard that, but I, I just yeah. That's when it's conspiracy theories too deep. Why she is? Why? Yeah, Why can't how do you she know? Be? Is there pictures of her? Like, like dude, what, just go dig. Yeah. I'll tell you guys do your own research. Root Send me out one January. Go, go, just Google Michelle Obama. Now I'm gonna go Google images and I'm gonna look for a root. Jesus, her hands are bigger than mine. One, that's that should be your first sign. But yeah, dude, he calls her Michael. He kept accidentally. Get dude, go when? go when he was first running for president, he would say things in interviews, and he would be like, "Yeah, so me and Michael Michelle." Uh, he would cover. He was calling her Michael for fucking like a month and a half until he fucking broke the trend. He came out of nowhere. She came out of nowhere. Her like yearbook pictures were hidden for fucking decades or years. They just were released like a few years ago. They just started finding you. Alex Jones. Com- no. Just go do it on your own. Jones, Listen, don't, don't, don't. Uh, this is, I don't know if this is a terrible thing to say because she's dead, but um, uh, bef- oh. b- before she died, how much would it take for you to sleep with Joan Rivers? Fucking nothing. Ugh. Zero. Zero dollars. Uh. Why? Zero dollars. I'd pay a grand. Why? To say I fucked Joan no, Rivers? No, 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 no. If she wasn't who she was. Oh, then fucking, like, at least 20 bucks. <laughs> 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 Should have to at least buy me a shot. What about her. you, Kurt? 
I'm sorry. I'm looking at these pictures. There's one of Michelle Obama walking the out of the plane in purple, and she's grabbing her her package. She got the fucking sheesh. Like, I don't know, dude. She got a package. Uh, I'm telling you. But that could be Photoshop. Uh, no, no. These are legit. These are. I've looked at videos and see. I've dude. I've done extensive research on this topic. But um. Anyway, <laughs> the we were going to talk about the explosion in Queens lab. You didn't see it. No, I was too busy doing my article. Kurt. Oh, I'm so busy working. So yeah, people I thought there was an alien attack because a Con Ed building exploded, which obviously probably wasn't that. But that just proves that everyone does believe there's aliens, but I've... they want to act cool and act like well, there are. Aliens. Why? You don't think there's aliens? <laughs> no, of course I do. I love aliens. Of course. I, I, can't, I can't wait for like them to Kurt come them save Like Kurt knows them personally. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I love aliens. <laughs> uh, but, but no, the Con Ed building fucking exploded or something, and it well, turned the whole fucking right? sky bright fluorescent blue just just search queen's blue sky lab on That'd twitter cool. and you'll imagine see. that imagine that it was ma- the picture that looked like a, a fucking alien invasion imagine dude. having that as a fantasy oh uh, dude that is my fantasy. having sex with a female alien <laughs> oh dude fucking all of it i think what's gonna happen is the funny thing is everyone's got their own fucking religions and the fucking aliens are god because here's my philosophy that i will just tease and go heavier on in january if you believe in aliens you basically disqualify yourself from believing God is human. It's disqualifying. Well, no one believes God is human. Well, no, or, or of human figure or whatever. If, if you believe that there's a higher power above us, because that's what God it's is, the higher power, then aliens are therefore our God. Right. Right. And that's why they haven't been revealed. Right. And that's the thing. Like, aliens are the fucking real God. But Kurt, did you? Well, it just makes sense. Look at us right now, right? We can clone things. We can build things. They built consciousness <clears throat> to last for like three seconds or something. We're going to get to a point within 100 years where we can make artificial humans, right? You, you're not going to want those people to live on Earth with us, right? right. So what are you going to do? You're going to seed another planet with these artificial humans or whatever they build. And then you're just going to observe it, right? Right. And we are them. So is it so far-fetched to think that's what would happen to us? No, it's already happening. No. We are that. We are the simulation. That's also... So that's I, our, it's possible that they already did that, and we're just thousands of eons and years behind where they are technologically, so we're going through that whole process as a new... But I do like when religious people don't believe in, like, that aliens can exist. Well, religious well, people are well, fucking, What's your God, then? They're fucking right? crazy. <laughs> Your God is not a human, and it's not from here. So, isn't it technically, by definition, an alien? Yeah, the religious people are nuts. I just don't believe in a Bible that was written a billion years ago by people who thought the Earth was flat. But well, that's another thing. People two thousand years ago were significantly dumber. Than us, so <laughs> no, why would that, you like that, that, live your life following what they the wrote only high thing, on mushrooms? It's the only thing that we still use today that was written by people like two thousand years ago who knew nothing. Like it's, and it's weird because a lot of the things in there are the most unfathomable thing, like rising from the dead and all this stuff. Like is eight hundred years so lifespan. insane. Like if I say my dog rose from the dead, you would submit me to like some psych ward, right? Right. But to say Jesus rose from the dead and like everything's great, everyone's like, yeah, of course, he yeah. Did. Well, I mean, it's that like, happened. Well, it was written in a why is that different? It was written in a book three thousand years ago. That's how I mean. five thousand years it's from weird. now. We'll be talking about Michael Jordan, the winged bird who could fly. Like, you know, it's the telephone game. Shit gets, shit gets convoluted. Well, it's like if this whole world just gets obliterated and the only thing left that survives is like a Harry Potter book. Right. And another civilization finds the Harry Potter book. That becomes the religion. Right. That becomes it's the a, reality. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. No, we're going to talk about this a lot. Man Lab doesn't like these topics. He doesn't like talking about religion. Right, Lab? No, I don't like, like that. <laughs> <just> religion. 
<laughs> All right, guys. So, uh, Lab, final prediction on the Jones Gustafson? Are we really going to do this? No, just the it's <laughs> a sign on. Just a just a quick prediction. And what? Do you, how do you think that fight ends up? I'm taking the Swede. Ooh, oh Kurt, your prediction? I'm all in. John Jones seems like a good guy. I like him. Oh God, you're such a douchebag. I'm in with the lab. I'm going with the Swede on this one. And to get the rest of Mad Labs MMA picks for UFC, GuruElite.com promo code Santa twenty. Uh, it's in the gambling package, which we have a promo for right now. You can get that with the promo for like 99 bucks for the next month of every single sport and everything. And then the $9.97 pass for this single event. So you can get Mad Lab's whole podcast, not on top of this, um, his whole write-up, his bets, everything in there for this huge pay-per-view fight. So, Mr. Lab, any final words? I want to grapple Ariane Celeste naked. <laughs> <laughs> Bot. Grab some babe, smash some poo. And for Mad Lab and the bod. Hold on. Vote for me. Co-host of the year. Lock it up. <laughs> Fucking plug in. Yo, we should get a bonus, whoever wins that. Yeah, follow, follow uh, at Unless the I War Lab it. on Instagram. Make sure you do follow that. Follow No Mercy Pod on Instagram yeah, for fo- fire. Follow at Tommy GDFS on Instagram for more fire <laughs> and shitting pictures. Hashtag. But, uh, hashtag for busy. these two donkeys, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cash, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.